our topic in this session is the faith to just believe. How do you get the faith to just believe what the Holy Spirit is telling you, what the Lord has told you? You know in your heart that God has told you to believe for something, but uh, sometimes it looks like, you know, everything is going against you. Everything that you planned did not work. But uh, in your heart and in your spirit, you feel like you just have to believe. You know, my friend, you are not alone. There are many times when even in the Bible we had uh, issues where Jesus just told people just just believe. The situation seemed dire. The situation seemed like uh, they were losing. The child seemed like they were dying. And uh, Jesus just told them one thing, just believe. So how do you just believe? Well, I have established uh, three items that we have to go through to help you to uh, increase your faith in this area. First of all, you have to establish who you believe in and that the one that you believe in, who is Jesus Christ, is able and willing to do that which he has told you to just believe in. Place your hope in him. Do not look at anything. Do not look at the circumstances. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So in other words, the things that you see may be different than what your faith is telling you. So the three points that I want us to focus on today are these. Now, number one, establish who you believe in and that he is able to do to uh, what he has promised. Number two, just believe in what he says and be encouraged by the examples that he himself has given you. Number three, unbelief will destroy and stop your dreams or uh, stop your goals or uh, come short of even killing you if not kill you. So these are the three things. Establish who you believe in. Just believe in what he says. Unbelief will destroy your dream. In establishing who we are believing in, let us look at what Jesus says himself about who he is. And we're going to read in John 14. We're going to start in verse 1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way where I am going. No, we do not know, Lord Thomas. We have no idea where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know whom I... From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still do not know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show you the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that this can bring glory to the Father. And yes, ask me for anything in my name 
and I will do it. So here is Jesus establishing himself to his disciples. He's telling whatever he says the Father has said because the Father is speaking through him. And so the Holy and he said I'm going to the Father and he promised us that when he goes to the Father he will send us the spirit, his spirit to dwell within us. So when his spirit speaks to you and said do this, it's the Father speaking through Jesus who speaks through the spirit. So he just tells these disciples yet just believe. This is the beginning of the just believe. It looks like it's a small thing, but you know what it means? It's you abandon everything else. You abandon your knowledge. You abandon everything that you know. You abandon everything that you see. You abandon everything that you think and just believe. He has said his word, so you just believe. So now you may say, well, Lord, show me. Show me where it worked, where just believing worked. Well, I'm glad you asked. So let's go to uh, point number two. When you just believe what he says, you will be encouraged by his own examples that he gave us. So if we look in Matthew 8, chapter 8, we are going to start with uh, verse 5. And verse 5, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I'll go and heal him. See, Jesus here is willing. He says, I'll go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come into my, under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished, and he said to, the, uh, to those following, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west, and will take their places at, at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, it will be done just as you believe it would. And his servant was healed that very hour. Now look, Jesus says that it will be done just as he believed. In other words, what you just believe will be done unto you. Remember he had said earlier that ask me anything in my name and my father will do it for you. So now after you ask anything that is within the will of God, after you ask for anything in his name now what is gonna do this is you just believing so just believe that what you have asked will be done now don't forget in romans 8 it also tells us that we know not what to pray that except through his spirit he knows how to pray he knows what we need once you go dig deep into the spirit of god and then pray as he commands you then you're praying in his will and whatever you ask it will be done not only that it will be accomplished to glorify him so that the name of jesus will not come into disrepute uh, by those who see you now don't forget he does everything for the glory of his name for the glory of the father and so his name will be lifted up people will believe as a result of you just believing because you have his spirit in you. Remember also the word of God tells us that out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so if your heart is 
filled with the word of God, if your heart is filled with the hope of God, if your heart is filled with the things of God, there is no way you are going to pray outside of the will of God. You are going to pray in the will of God and he said in his word, his word will accomplish that which it is sent out to do. So don't forget, when you are in the spirit, you are praying the will of God and you're praying what is deep inside of your heart because out of the fullness of your heart, the mouth, because he abides in you, it's not going to be your word, it's going to be his word and his word never comes back to him void. It will accomplish that which is sent out to do. So now remember that you just have to believe that's our you know that was our second point just believe what he says and then i'll read you another story again of someone who just believed now this is in luke 8 and i'm gonna start at uh, verse 40 now when jesus returned a crowd welcomed him for they were they were all expecting him then a man named jairus a ruler of the synagogue came and fell at his feet pleading with him to come to his house because his daughter a girl of about 12 years old was dying as jesus was on his way the crowds almost crushed him and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years but no one could heal her she came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped who touched me jesus asked and when they all denied it peter said master the people are crowding and pressing against you. Jesus said, someone touch me. I know the power has gone out from me. Then a woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Now, you know, to understand what this woman believed, we have to look at another scripture. Now, in, in the book of Mark, chapter 5, explains exactly what this woman was thinking. You're going to see that this woman also had to just believe. Now, we're going to set at verse 24 regarding the woman. A large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many, uh, many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came be up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, now listen, she thought, she, she heard about Jesus, so it was put in her heart and out of the fullness of her heart, she thought to herself, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped. See, she said, if I just touch his clothes, if I just believe, this is a just believe kind of incident she put it in action she just believed that if i just touch his cloak then i will be healed and the bible says immediately she was healed she also just believed now if we go back to luke chapter 8 where this woman uh, had just touched jesus and jesus had told the disciples who touched me and you know jesus says he commended her faith see what you just believe really is what your faith is. So where are you placing your faith? 
she believed that if I just touch him, she believed that she will be healed. And that's why he commended her faith. He said, daughter, your faith has healed you. So you see, it's about the faith in whom you believe. Let your faith rise up in Jesus Christ. So in verse 49 of Luke 8, it says, While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Remember here Jesus was going to his house when this woman came and kind of quote unquote interrupted his walk to the house to help Jairus and his daughter. He on the way went on and helped somebody else uh, who just believed. Now listen, it's get, it gets interesting here. At verse 49 he says, While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead. He said, don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. Remember, we are talking about just believing. Jesus tells Jairus, just believe. What is, she, what is he believing in? He's believing that this man who is going to the house, because his request, remember, was put forward that his daughter was sick and he wants Jesus to heal. So he tells him, hang on to that which you asked. Just believe, believe. And Jesus goes with him. Okay. So when they arrived, and verse 51 says, when they arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people are wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. This, she's not dead. She's just as, asleep. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Now remember, when Jesus got here, he threw out everybody else. He told them, get out. You have to get those things out of your life that are causing you not to believe. Jesus took the three people who he knew in his spirit that these people believed what I had said. Remember, there was a whole bunch of people who were following him, a whole host of his disciples. I don't know, but maybe some of his disciples were also saying, eh, I don't think this is going to work, Jesus. So Jesus knew. He knew who to take with him, and he took just three of them, including the parents including the parents of the child. And they went inside and he did what he had to do. Remember, he told them to just believe. He told them, just believe. So in your situation, I don't know what it is, but you may just need to just believe. Remove all those other things around you that are causing, just like Jesus, when you go to this God used for blind men to open the hope of people who are already scared. God will use a situation. God will use people you don't expect. We will use a child. He will use a stranger. He will use someone who speaks funny according to your uh, own judgments. And God will use that person who is blind, quote-unquote, according to the world. But God will use him to open the doors of heaven for you. 
So these men went into this city, and when they got there, they didn't see anybody. But there was all this food, there were all these things. So they started to eat, they started to do all this. Then they said, you know what, this is not good that we're eating all by ourselves. Let's go tell our folks out there that, you know, hey, there's stuff in there in the city and there's no one to guard it. So they went back and said that, of course, the king kind of was unbelieving himself. He didn't go as far as his officer. Instead, he said, you know, I'll send someone out there to spy on this, make sure that it is the truth. So he sent them and they came back and verified the blind man's word. And so the king, you know, told the officer and uh, uh, the officer that we have seen before in charge of this. He told them, you know, you go and lead this whole thing and uh, so, so that we can get our loot. And verse 17 says, now the king put the officer on whose arm he leaned in charge of the gate. And the people trampled him in the gateway and he died just as the man of God had, told, had foretold. When the king came down to his house... It happened as the man of God had said to the king, About this time tomorrow, a seer of flour will sell for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer had said to the man, to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of heaven, could this happen? The man of God had replied, You'll see it with your own eyes, but you will not eat any of it. And that is exactly what happened to him. For the people trampled him on the, in the gateway and he died. And you see, the unbelief of this officer in the word of God caused him to be killed. He saw of the goodness of God, but he never ate of it. So the same way with us today. We may see the goodness of God, but because of our unbelief, we may just see all those people are making it. Everybody seems to be those who are praying. They seem to be getting it, but I, my prayers don't seem to be reaching. Maybe it's the unbelief in your heart that right now you are seeing what God is doing, but you're not eating all of it. You're seeing others eat in the city. Yeah, where things are supposed to be so bad, the economy is so bad, and it's happening with them. Uh, it could be healing, I don't know, whatever your situation, it could be other children, and you're seeing that the people out there who don't even seem to believe in God, they their children come out of these uh, teenage years, you know, unscathed, or come out, you know why? Because they have used the principles of God, of believing that this child is destined for the best. But for you as a Christian, you are here, saying things about your own child because you you are so despondent you're saying if you do this this is going to happen to you guess what that's what's going to happen instead start believing that what god created that child to be is going to come to pass so start saying the good things start prophesying like the man of said that hey tomorrow by this day tomorrow by this day next year by this day this is going to happen to you don't let unbelief kill your dreams kill your hopes kill your healing healing, kill your recovery, economic recovery. Let God be the one that you point your, uh, your, uh, your eyesight on. His word uh, uh, is what you are believing in and just believe. So now we are going to pray so that God will help us to just believe. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come with my uh, brother or sister 
who is out there just believing, Lord. You've given him a word or her a word in their spirit, and they know it's you, Lord. But sometimes it may be fuzzy. It may not seem like it's you who is speaking. Uh, and so many circumstances will come, uh, trying to take away what you have put in their heart. Circumstances similar to that officer who will try to mock your word in them. You have told them they will be having a child, even as you told Sarah, by this year, next year, you will have a child. And sometimes, Lord... Uh, um, situations and circumstances may come. Unbelief may be planted even by men of men and women of God. Even as it was for Hannah when she was praying, Lord, praying for a child, a man of God came to, to her and said, you are drunk. So sometimes, Lord, the unbelief is planted uh, by people who are around us, believers, believers like ourselves. Sometimes it's our own actions, Lord, or inactions that is causing the unbelief. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, we are praying that our faith may be raised up today, that Lord Heavenly Father, this person who is believing, teach them to just believe in your word, to just believe in what you have said, to just believe that like you are no respecter of person, like the examples in the Bible, it will happen to them also. Because in your word, you put it there for us so that Lord Heavenly Father, we may believe you have given us so many examples. We have the benefits of looking back at what you did before to our brethren, to the children of Israel, to the other believers in the, in the New Testament. Lord and you have given us those to read so that our own faith may be raised up to just believe Lord help us to just believe for it doesn't matter Lord nothing is too difficult for you Lord that's what you say in your word nothing is too difficult for you Lord let us be a people of hope Lord in Zechariah, Lord, you t you tell them that to be prisoners of hope, Lord. Let us be prisoners of hope, hope of hope in Jesus Christ, Lord. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord. Your word tells us that over and over again, Lord, that nothing shall be impossible with you. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that, Lord, you may help us to believe, to continue believing, Lord, to continue knowing that Jesus is well and able and willing to do that which he has promised us, Lord. Help us to stay in your spirit lord let us stay lord where you want us to be so that when that blessing come when that window opens lord we shall be like those blind men lord we shall be in the right place not on the outskirts of the city but inside the city inside the blessing lord help us lord uh, to take our blinders off lord how could these blind men walk all the way into the city open the gates lord and go in and see those things father it's because you open their spiritual eyes they could see deeper than the other people lord those people who seem to have eyes they could not see but the blind men had a faith that opened their eyes a faith that caused them to just believe that if they went into the city they will eat so father in the name of jesus i pray for an opening of the eyes i pray even as paul prayed in the book of ephesians when he said open the eyes of their understanding that they may see the power directed towards us who believe father i pray even as elisha prayed for his servant lord and you say open his eyes and when the servant opened his eyes lord uh, uh there were chariots of fire surrounding them and they that were with them were greater and many more than those who were with the assyrian army surrounding them father so we pray in the name of jesus lord that you may increase our faith lord you may lift up our faith father 
as we believe in this situation lord father i don't know what it is out there for this brother or sister lord it may be for healing and every letter every doctor everyone she talks to from the doctor to the nurse to the pharmacist to families to the internet everyone says it's impossible you cannot be healed no one has ever survived it father we know that jairus's child they told him that Uh, don't bother the master the child is dead father this situation may be dead before this person but we pray in the name of jesus that you do a jairus moment on them lord that lord heavenly father you awaken this child lord you awaken this situation father father they may have told this person that your teenager will not make it that your son will not make it they are into drugs they are thieves they are robbers they are liars they have done everything they will never go to college they will never finish school. school but lord heavenly father i pray in the name of jesus even as you did for this jairus lord even as you did for the, for the, for the centurion lord where everything seemed to be paralyzed father i pray in the name of jesus that you bring life lord because this centurion also was told the, uh, 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 that the servant is paralyzed he knew that the pa- the servant is under paralysis father this person lord they may be in a situation where everything seemed to be at a standstill the business seem to be paralyzed no income is coming in lord this person lord may seem may be in a situation lord school can they can't make it in school they have no tuition for themselves or for their children it it looks like the, uh, the bills are coming left and right and there is paralysis in the home lord but i pray in the name of jesus lord you in whom we put our hope that lord heavenly father you may do a mighty work for this person lord that lord they will give a testimony before the mighty God. congregation of your people and they will say that my god my god when i just believed he delivered me he made me whole he healed me he brought my marriage back he brought my wife or my husband back he brought my child back he turned my child around he turned my economic situation in a day even as we have seen you told the children of israel lord that by this time tomorrow the situation would have changed lord father that's 24 hours but we know one thing lord that a day to you oh god is nothing lord that you can transform an economic situation within 24 hours and it shall be done even as you say so in the name of jesus the mighty name of jesus the one who bought us by his blood the one who sealed us with the who sealed us with the holy spirit i pray oh god that you may do a mighty work in us oh god in our situation lord turn it around father turn it around for this person turn it around oh god that what may seem impossible this person may be uh, may even be in a jail cell and they told them that you have lost this case you cannot win you committed the crime and you pay the price and it may be so but you are merciful god lord you are able to release those who are bound oh god let them become a prisoner of hope even as you say in the book of zechariah let them become a prisoner of hope not the prisoner of the jail cell father in the name of jesus whatever the situation it may be this person may be or hooked on drugs or oh god and they look like they have gone to every program and nothing is working lord they have prayed they have asked for your help and nothing is coming they are on this uh, 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 on this situation lord they, 
they seem like they are they're done with. People have written them off, oh God. But in the name of Jesus, oh God, you who is able to heal the unhealable, I pray in the name of Jesus that you may heal their mind. You may heal their bodies. You may heal their economic situation. You may heal their relationships, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, our hope is in you. We are counting on you, my God. We are counting on you, Jesus, for the glory of the name of Jesus. Father, when we have seen Jesus, we have seen you. When we hope in Jesus, we hope in you. Even as we saw, he told Philip that if you have seen me, you have seen the Father because he abides in me. And we know one thing before he left this earth. He commanded us to abide in him and him in us. And so if he abides in us, that means the Father abides in us, O God. And the power, even as Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians, direct toward us who believe those who believe oh God those who just believe there is a great power directed toward them oh God and that power is to work for them not against them so in the name of Jesus we pray for a turnaround in this situation we thank you father May your name be glorified. May your name be lifted up. And Father, this person is going to give a testimony of what you have done. They may be a very rich man. They may be a very poor man. They may be a very old man, a very young man or woman. But Lord, Heavenly Father, you are no respecter of person. It doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter what tribe we are. It doesn't matter how we speak. It's about faith. It's not about our speech. It's about our faith. It's not about our look. It's about our faith. It's not about our color. It's about our faith. It's not about our nationality. It's about our faith. And Lord, you are able to do what no man can do. We thank you and we glorify you in the name of Jesus. So my brother and sister, I pray in the name of Jesus that you be encouraged that Jesus will help you. Amen.